Welcome to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One, where I explore the world of geocaching. If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcast or the Geocache Adventures Facebook page, or share it with somebody that you think would enjoy it. Word of mouth is a great way to spread the podcast. You can also join Geocache Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee. Just follow Geo Adventures. That's one word: G E O Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee and get behind the scenes on every episode or become a member to unlock other exclusive content. This episode is the continuation of my talk with Sir Drumalot. During that interview, we ended up talking for well over two hours. After we did the cache highlight, we just kept talking and swapping geocaching stories and we just had a blast talking. And it was so much fun, I ended up taking it and tossing it into its own episode. You'll hear references made to how late it is and how long we've been talking. And I was originally going to call this geocaching tangents, as I make reference to in in this conversation. But I decided uh, the talk continues was a better episode title. So here's the rest of that, and I hope you enjoy it. You know, one of I, I think how many videos I have uh, somewhere around yeah, 200 several. yeah it's probably getting close to 200 but my favorite my favorite video that I've done and I don't remember what it's titled I, I think something about my wife's point of view um we did not plan on going geocaching at all but we we drove down to picking Mississippi which is getting close to um you know it's getting close to like Slidell in New Orleans. And we were going down there to, it's basically a sweet shop. They're, they're, they're pretty famous down this way for, for the king cakes for New Orleans. I mean, for okay. uh, Mardi Gras. And, but we were going for some other treats as a bakery and they do a lot of sweets. And, um, and I said, Hey, do y'all mind if I stop and grab this real quick cash? You know, I wanted it for my Jasmine grid. And, um, and they're like, no, that's, you know, that's fine. So we go and I hop out and get it. And my wife just says, I get back in the car. I'm like, all right, where to, you know, let's go home, whatever. She's like, no, let's go find some more caches. It was one of those days, you know? Okay. I was like, oh, okay. So pulled up the map. So we just go find, and I, I didn't have my bag. I didn't have any of my stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I had my phone. And at the time I just used my iPhone for recording. I was like, hey, I'm not going to make a video about this. You know, I don't know if these caches would be any good or anything. And that turned out to be one of the best videos in my opinion, because, my wife would just kind of sneak in and, you know, she would sneak filming and I'm just acting like a goofball. My kids are acting goofy. We're dancing and just, just having fun, you know? And, and she's like, Hey, and she starts airdropping me all this stuff later that night. I was like, what's all this? She's like, it's all the video I took. <laughs> and I knew she had taken a few because I referenced it, but I didn't think she had gotten that much. So I just started slapping it together and I kind of sped it up a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is funny. This is funny stuff. And that's one of my favorite videos that I've done. It's probably, yeah, I think it's probably my favorite video that I've done because it's just letting loose, just just having fun. That's all it was. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like <laughs> it when they let me go geocaching. <laughs> oh, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get the feeling that your wife is kind of like my husband. They'll they'll humor you sometimes and tag along mm -hmm. on occasion, but it's not on a high priority necessarily. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Bama, you know, Bama Rama is coming up 
um, in Gulf Shores, Alabama, here what about a month, a little less than a month. And I said, hey, um, you know, there's going to be a big event down in Gulf Shores. Why don't we go make a weekend of it? You know, I'll do the event when I'm done. You know, I'll come back and we'll go ride go-karts or goofy golf or whatever. And, you know, they, they were looking at it. And and, and, and she asked me, she said, well, what all are you going to do? I said, I just want to do the event and go do these get this gadget cash trail that they're going to put out. But I want to take you all with me to do those because the kids would like those. Yeah. And um, I was like, we'll just we'll make a day of that. And then we'll do another day of whatever the family wants to do. And it's only three hours from here. So it's not like we'd be pressed for time. And she's like, I don't know, it's geocache. And I was like, but, but we're going to do this too. <laughs> you know, let me do this and then we'll go to all go do this. And so I don't know if I'll probably still go to the event, but I don't know if they're going to tag along with me. So we'll just have to see. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I, I convinced my husband to go to moga 2021 when they had it the first big event i'd ever been like i'd been to like maybe two like mm -hmm. meet and greet things here locally and yeah. he was like okay let's go so we drove down there and i had no idea what to expect or anything and i think yeah I think he secretly enjoys it i think mm -hmm. he secretly enjoys it because he's like, oh, yeah, sure, let's go. do." And then he's like, when are they doing it next year? Are we going next year? Where is it at? So then we went to MOGA 2022, and it was in Illinois that year. And it's like, this is awesome. Well, this year they're having it up in Michigan, close to Detroit. And I'm like, that's over an eight-hour drive for us. And it's it's not yeah, a holiday cool. week in this time. And he's like, well, we can go. And I was like. No, practically we can't go because we have to take oh, the kid wow. out of school to go to it. <laughs> and that's not yeah. practical for this. Yeah. Well, for and, this, we wouldn't. They're they're off that Friday. They're off that Monday. And I'm just it's three hours from here. I'm like, why not? Let's let's go have fun. Just let yeah. me geocache some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's yeah. He's uh he's come to accept that if we're traveling or something, I'm gonna have to stop. And I'm like, it's a new state. I need mm -hmm. the new state. Yep. And he's like, all right, find one. And I try to take into account him and my son, you know, we're when we're traveling, I'm looking for the higher favorite points and yeah, and stuff. And see, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Just give me a cash. I just want I, the souvenir. I'm happy to just grab the cash and the souvenir, <laughs> but to yeah. keep them entertained while I'm doing it. I mean, yeah. especially my son, because he's kind of fickle with it because he wants, he calls them toy caches. He likes trading out the swag. Yeah. So if I've got yeah. him, he wants to do something like that. I I will, like there was when we went to Moga in Kentucky in 2001 the way we were driving through and there was just this tiny little bit of arkansas that we crossed through mm -hmm. as we were driving i'm like i have to find a geocache in arkansas yeah <laughs> and he's like all right but what are we there happened to be one on on our path at, at a rest stop and it was just a park and grab but i got it and i was like 
And my son's like, there's nothing to trade. I'm like, it, but look at this awesome souvenir sticker that you get on the That's phone. right. He's like, That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Last last summer, this past summer, um, I was chaperoning my church's youth group, and we drove to North Carolina, right, <laughs> for camp. And um, there's, a, there's, there's a couple young girls uh, in the youth group that have kind of start they they started cashing and they were kind of really into it and uh they still kind of are i guess but um so we stop at a rest area somewhere somewhere in tennessee i don't remember where it was or maybe it was alabama and um and i said hey there's a cash right over there you want to go get it you can you'll have a cash in alabama and she's like yeah and i you know the youth director was like hey we'll be right back we're going right over there to grab a cash real quick and he has no idea what i'm talking about <laughs> so we go over there and you know and i let them find it and so we go back and then and then we didn't stop again until we had just got into north carolina and i didn't have i didn't have a find in north carolina <laughs> so i'm like He's like, where do y'all want to go eat? I'm, I'm looking at my, my cash map. I'm like, uh, let's go there and eat. <laughs> He's like, okay. So they turn in there. And so I get everybody settled. And, you know, all the kids, are, all the youth are, you know, they're eating. And I go, I was like, hey, I, I got to run right back there. I got to grab a cash. And I had explained to him what it was. He says, okay. So I went and found the girl. I was like, hey, do you want to come get this cash with me? And she's sitting there eating. <laughs> and she's like no i'm hungry i was like all right so i took <laughs> off and i'm 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 speed walking through these parking lots you know and and it's at a cracker barrel and it took it took me like 10 minutes to find the cash i get back they're on the bus waiting for me i'm just like oh no <laughs> but i got i got north carolina so oh that's great <laughs> i ended up with two caches in north carolina <laughs> that week so <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Caching with muggles is is interesting. And you just hope you it have is. an understanding muggle that'll that'll let you Yeah. Kind of play Thanks. as you go along. Thankfully my church youth group, they're spectacular and and <laughs> and they like me enough to where they're like, yeah, just let him do what he needs to do. <laughs> he'll so. he'll find his way back eventually. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, I had to drive some of the trip anyway, so they got to wait on me. <laughs> you got the, that's the best thing. If you got the keys, they can't leave without you. <laughs> that's right. Cause I was, I was driving the final leg and they had to have me cause the other guy had to nap. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yep. And we're going to, we're planning on, I'm well, I say we're planning. I'm trying to talk the family into going to Savannah, Georgia this year for, for family vacation and, you know, for the week long thing and, yeah. you know, the big one. And, um, you know, I've already planned out this day. We're going to hop over to South Carolina because I don't have a cash in South Carolina yet, <laughs> but there's something really cool there for the kids to do. And I'm going to grab, grab that cash and then we'll come back to Savannah. <laughs> so, there you go it's a, yeah yeah but uh you know my wife she already knows i have ulterior is it ulterior motives alternative yeah. motives whichever <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> that's great that's great yeah. I, need, I need to do an episode on just married to a muggle oh gosh brainstorming here when <laughs> oh yeah yeah 
I'll tell you, it, it drives my <laughs> wife. But I think it's just because whenever I'm not doing things, you know, getting lunches ready or if I'm not, you know, doing things for school, homework, church or whatever, my brain is just on geocaching. Okay, we're, you know, I might have to drive this way to work where a few caches along my route. Because if it's not along my route, I don't go for it. Yeah. You know, we're so, uh, just a few that I could pick up real quick or, you know, I, I'm preparing for this or I'm, you know, whatever else going along with you. And, but that's where my brain is when I'm not doing that other stuff. And it drives her absolutely crazy. <laughs> in fact, before I, before I came out here, I was like, all right, uh, the, I got those two in bed, you know, all this is done. This mm-hmm. is done. I'll, I was on it tonight. That way I could be out here on time. She's like, oh, yeah, you've got your geocaching thing. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> so. And anytime, anytime I go somewhere, hey, we got it. But it dry, it dry, it, it almost makes her mad sometimes because I get, <laughs> I just get that, I get tunnel vision with it. But you know, it's, it's funny because sometimes it's actually, We'll be we'll be going somewhere, and my husband will say something about, "Do you want to get a geocache?" And it's like we're on the way to your uncle's funeral, and we need to be there in the next twenty minutes. This may not be the best time to stop. Like that was actually on the way to his uncle's funeral. We actually did stop and grab a geocache at one point. He's like, "Let's we got to stop for gas anyways. Find a place with a geocache, and you can get one." And I actually think. Uh, his uncle Carl would have liked this one because he was a big car guy and mm-hmm. this geocache was hitting it was called Muffler Man and they had it was hidden at like a little sculpture that was made out of a muffler and car parts. Oh cool. So I think it was kind of a fitting Carl would have really liked that one and I wish yeah. I could have told him about it because he would have he really really enjoyed that but it, it'll be just like the most random times when he's like do you want to stop and get a geocache i'm like do you realize what we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah my wife's done that before but don't feel bad about that because i was i was actually at a, a pretty close family member's funeral and you know and i hugged and said bye and you know somebody said where are you headed i said i'm going right over there to that corner to grab this cash <laughs> and i mean this was a close family member too i but did I feel bad? No. no. We all grieve in different ways. And sometimes right. it takes the sting out of it. <laughs> oh, that's oh funny. my gosh. <laughs> I feel like we can get ourselves in trouble real easily. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Oh, I just I oh, wow, this is the ADHD coming out. <laughs> I just I just found uh, about going back to the Hattiesburg Geo Tour, they're aiming to be the city of 100 murals. Okay, so they're not quite there yet, but they're working on it. I don't, I'm really sorry that <laughs> I went way back into the backfield for that. Hey, I, but good. I just happened to look down. <laughs> but <laughs> I did a video um, on one of the event, well, one of the two adventure labs in Hattiesburg, which has to do with those murals. And I really like that video too. I don't even talk in that one. And um, check that one out and you can kind of, you can kind of get an idea about Hattiesburg. It's, it's, it's such a nice place. It sounds like a really neat place. Yeah. 
yeah, it really is. We love going over there. I, oh, Joseph, I feel like I could talk to you for hours about geocaching. Oh, I know. <laughs> same, same here. I don't talk to anybody <laughs> about geocaching hardly. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's that's part of why I podcast because I get to talk to people about geocaching. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you at all. Hmm, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do a podcast. Hey, I, I, I listen to all of you guys. I listen to all the podcasts. You know, on on to work because I drive so much, and that's that's all I do. I listen to pod, uh, geocaching podcasts, and then when I've listened to all the shows that were put out that week, then I got to turn to music. So, which is fine. But <laughs> sometimes I'd rather listen to about geocaching. Oh, you know, everybody talks about listening to podcasts on road trip. I cannot stand listening to podcasts while I drive. I love podcasts. Yeah. I have them on while I'm working. I got so many different ones that I listen to while I'm working, doing stuff around the house. Love it. But if I'm in the car and it's just constant talk, from the radio like i there's something in my brain that it just really it doesn't like it really but i can do an audiobook which is entirely a weird thing but in my brain it's a whole different yeah. category mm -mm. I, I love i love listening to uh, well i've gotten to where i love listening to podcasts now I, I tried getting into one the other day like a murder mystery kind of thing because it sounded like an interesting story and I think it would be, but I was so bored listening <laughs> to whoever that was talk about it because they were just, they were just reading the script. Basically. I like, I like the organicness of, of viewers and you know, the others that I listen to, I like the organicness of the conversation, how the conversations just flow naturally and how we completely got off topic. Oh yeah. I, I'm bad about that. I, yeah. I will well admit I am I'm one of the worst people about that and yeah. um those of us that are prone to tangents when we when we get together like you gravitate towards yeah. each other yeah. and just all the as, as people can tell from this conversation it's going to drive some people uh -huh. crazy I can already tell but yeah it is I've, uh, <laughs> I I can remember you you brought up Scott Miller MGX times 2 and I remember the first time he uh he was a guest on the podcast. Um, he sent me an email. I don't remember if I emailed him first afterwards or he emailed me back. And I was like, thank you for, for coming on and everything. He's like, you know, I really did not plan on that many tangents, but it just kind of happened. And you know what? It was a good time. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's me. Uh -huh. Tangents no matter what I do. So. Yeah. Scott's great. I, I love Scott. It's amazing so his reach in the geocaching community. You, you know, I, I met him. I first met him at, at the at the the at the Giga stock, whatever we're gonna call it. I call it, just call it the Giga. <laughs> um, that's where I first met him, and ever since then, it's like every time I listen to something or watch somebody's vlog, there's something about Scott. <laughs> it, all points all, all around the globe about Scott, and I'm just like, golly, how is he that? Yeah, he is. It's, <laughs> but he's it's just funny. Such a, he's such There's, a great guy. He is. He really is. There's. It's. I have not met a geocacher that I haven't enjoyed talking to about geocaching or just about whatever. Like every geocacher mm -hmm. I've talked to just seems to be an awesome person. 
even more reasons to join the game because awesome people play it. But uh-huh. if there's a there's a few people within the geocaching community and is and as wide, you know, it's a worldwide game and as many people play it, there's a there's some people in the geocaching community that you can go to wherever. And, oh yeah, I've heard of that person. How uh-huh. you're from the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. Is Scott's one of them? Joshua, of course, yeah. he's one of them. It doesn't matter where you go. They know him. Yeah. Um, who else? Um, maybe Bounce Bounce. I don't believe I've ever met him. You know who I'm talking about? I don't know him, actually. Okay, I guess not then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gadget uh, Casher up. Um, I honestly don't know where he lives, but it seems like I've heard a lot about Bounce Bounce for a while. I'm sure I could think of a few others, but I'm just not really in a lot of those circles. I don't think I was did looking you, uh, for. Did you ever get to meet Max B on the river? I don't think so. Oh, that's, it's funny. I guess that's funny. Cause he actually lived further up North, but like so many people in my area here were like, Oh yeah, we know him. We knew him. We've met him. And I was like, he's in a whole different, state like how did you meet yeah. him and I, I don't it's I, I may have i don't know well it's like you know hailmeister yeah more you know i'm buds with him i mean yeah we went they've been in some of your videos you've had videos across with each other yeah and i've had i've been in theirs um uh, uh, uh craig the aussie geocacher um i don't think i've been on one of his videos but he's on one of mine um katie katie howard from georgia um who else scott scott miller's in one of my videos, <laughs> one of my videos. Uh, you know it but it's 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 crazy in these these media formats podcasting vlogging whatever meeting all these people from just all over the place you know yeah. and most folks, when I tell them, oh, I geocache and I vlog and, well, what is that? And I meet all these people from around the world. No, you don't. I'm like, well, no. I mean, I know a dude in Australia. I know some pe- folks in New Zealand, Canada, France, Germany, Brazil, you know, all over the U.S. And like, really? I'm like, yeah, I do video collaborations with them. You yeah. Know, I send them clips. They send me clips. Um, so they, I, I love this this activity, whatever we, we call it, sport, hobby, you, I, there's nothing else that has appealed to me like this even drums i told my wife the other day i think i like geocaching more than i ever loved playing drums wow and that shocked her she was really surprised by that because i i used to eat sleep and breathe drums period but i wanted to do a segue real quick because your last show was the uh, liar's cash oh yeah there's one down in Gulfport. Okay. I did it a few years ago. And, and the description gives you a a list. Like you'll need some things you might need. And it's like a protein bar, a kayak, <laughs> a tent, a pillow, <laughs> flamethrower, and all this stuff. And you go and it's just an LPC. And I can remember because it was, it 
was I was only into cash in a few years, and I was like, "What is going on with this? I don't get it." <laughs> and I could see on the map that it was in a parking lot, and I didn't understand what was going on at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then I read some of the logs, and I was like, "Okay, I get it now." And I planned to do a video, and I actually, I actually had several clips of me. Like I, I live on, I have 20 acres here. So I just go out in the backyard and, you know, trudge around and <laughs> I had video of me camping out and doing all this stuff. And I, and I never put it out and I, I was lost about to all say, Where footage. is that? Cause I, I scoured the internet looking <laughs> for a liar's cash video before that episode and could not yeah. find one. Yeah. I, I, I even had, reached it, out to a couple of vloggers and said, have you done a video on this? They're like, Oh no, actually we haven't. I'm like, uh-uh. I might have to re- revisit that and do that, but <laughs> I went when I went down to actually get the cash. You know, there's an Air Force base right there, and um, and I was doing a shot of me peeking out of some woods, you know, and I've got my backpack and my walking stick, and there's these jets flying over, like uh, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what kind of fighter jets they are, and they were flying over, so I filmed the jets. I'm like, oh god, they're looking for me, and all <laughs> take off running through the woods. Oh, and, that's and I awesome. Just, I I never could I never got everything to where it lined up to where it made sense, <laughs> and I think I just I think I scratched all the footage. Oh no! Yeah, so I might have to I might have to revisit that. But somebody needs to do a video on that because I I searched so many different vloggers' videos. Like I said, I reached out to a couple, I've and never... like I even just searching liars geocache, like nothing came up. Yeah. Well, I'll give you the GC code for this one if you want, because some yeah. of the logs are, are some of the logs are great. It's there were fun really to just good... read the logs on some of those things. Hold on, where is it? Uh, I never go on the website. Here it is. So no, that can't be it. Oh, here it is. So it's GC seven five PW four. And it's in retrospect, blah, 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 in retrospect revisited. Yeah, I'll check that out because that's it's fun to read. The lo- mm-hmm. I had so much fun writing the log for mine when I did it. I did too. It didn't turn out quite as well as I wanted, but my wife read it. I, I told her about it when I listened to the show, and uh, and she said, "Oh, that's," she said, "That's pretty funny." She said, "I like that." It's like, okay, well, all right. But I think I'm going to put out a liar's cash sometime this year. I think <laughs> I, that'd be fun. I told my husband about mine because in mine I had this giant toad that we had to try to get away from the geocache and try to get it. And then the toad ends up coming home with us as a new pet. And he goes, of course, you would bring home a giant toad. Toad. I'm like, it's, it's right on brand. You know, Toadzilla yeah. would come home and... As long as it doesn't eat the dogs or the goat, we're good. You know, it's yeah, that's funny stuff. Yeah, I'll get one of my kids to write up a a long thing because they've got pretty good imaginations. They're all into <laughs> online games and stuff, so they've got they could come up with something. <laughs> Mine's not that great anymore. <laughs> I'm I'm regularly told still as an adult that I have an overactive imagination. I'm just like, mm, uh, maybe yours is underactive. It depends on how you yeah. look at it. Like yes. Yeah, yeah. The system just kind of brings me down sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> there are days when I don't have any more 
energy to try to crank out anything creative. And then there are other days where it runs wild and I'm sitting there waiting for stuff to load while I'm working and I'm off in my own little adventure world taking mm-hmm. on dragons or who knows what I'm I'm doing for five minutes while I'm waiting for my my models to load oh gosh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but I, I might I might I might look into doing that video I need I need to do something because I have like I said I, I have no footage of anything I just haven't had time I would if you do a liar's cash video, please let me know because I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll come up with something. A lot of it I could redo really easily. Somebody needs to come up with something. It'd be better if I got some snow, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I tell you what, where where (laughs) I live here in the Midwest in Missouri, it is it's become the running joke almost because. You know, we could be told you're going to get a dusting and we'll have five inches of snow or yeah, like the yeah. last two times, you know, snowmageddon is going to hit and you get nothing, maybe an inch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, see, it's like that here with thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it yesterday? Yesterday or day before? No, it was the day before yesterday. You know, first alert, uh, so-and-so weather day, blah, 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 severe storm. It rained at my house for an hour. And that was it. <laughs> I, I, I stood out on the carport and I was watching the wind blew. And, yeah, there was no tornadoes or anything. I was like, why? Every, t- every time. Now, the last couple of times, you know, there were tornadoes all over the place, but it kills me you know and people take weather so seriously <laughs> you know it's just like oh you were wrong you you said the weather would do this and it didn't it's just like you know it's not physics it's it's weather is unpredictable you can't you can't predict it you can you can try your best with all the, the yeah. data and graphics but there's mm-hmm. nothing to prevent that weather nope. pattern from warm front shifting or cold front shifting and that's right but I would love to go geocaching in the snow. I think that'd be fun. I need to. I need to go to Neil or, or Jason Hellmeister's house next winter or some winter, and uh, that way I can say I, you know, cached in the snow for real. You know, oh they no, have the I don't like the cold. Oh, I love cold. Oh, I hate cold. <laughs> I, I like I'm cold. I'm the first one that like oh it's below forty tapping out like I'm done. Uh-uh. I don't Which, like the cold. I've never experienced y'all's kind of cold. You know, it's different. Um, heat's different here than it is up there. And so I've never experienced um, Midwestern or Northern cold. I don't I don't know what it's like. I know here when it gets cold, it's really, really frigidly cold. But I've heard from people up north that come down here that are like, this is cold compared to what we have. But I guess the humidity, they say the, the humidity, humidity makes but, a big difference because like our yeah. summers are super humid because we're by the rivers, but the winters yeah. get so dry. Really? Yes. we It gets so dry during the winter, but then you'll have a humid day dear, uh, during the winter and you just have that wetness in the air and it makes it feel so much colder Yeah, because of that humidity. And it's, I know here in Missouri, it's like nothing like when you go up to Wyoming and it's negative 30 below. 
Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I know That's... it's nothing like that. I'm still going to be a big old baby about being cold here in Missouri. But it's it's funny because my, my dad's girlfriend has a ranch up in Wyoming and they spend the summers in Wyoming. And they spend winters in Missouri. And I've mentioned mm-hmm. that usually most people go further south for the winter, but they spend winters in Missouri. And they were talking about uh, whatever snow they had gotten up in there. And I'm like, nope. Nope, I cannot do Wyoming in the winter. And she goes, well, you just got to cowboy up and get out there. I'm like, no, if I want to cowboy up, I'm going to go down to Texas <laughs> or Arizona and cowboy up where it's warm. If I'm going to Wyoming, I'm going to bear up and go hibernate like this. No, thank you. I, I want to I try it at least once Oof. to see how I like it. You let me know. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> as, as, much, as much as I love Mississippi... I hate the heat. I've lived here my whole life and I hate the heat so much, but I don't want to leave because <laughs> I like it here. But the heat is, oh, it's miserable. Um, at, um, what was it? Cash Fest in Memphis. Um, you know, a lot of the folks from, from up North that I was hanging around with, I mean, they were just sweating bullets. And I'm like, shoot, this is comfortable. I mean, it was like 92 <laughs> degrees. I was like, man, this is nice. You know, 92 degrees here. I, I can't go out in it. It, it, it hurts. Yeah. Well, it's so. it's funny because it, it gets so humid here in the St. Louis area during the summer. And then the summer, over 4th of July, we went south for, I'm like, you know, that's the worst time to go south is in July. Mm-hmm. But we oh, did. Yeah. We went south and we were down Louisiana. And I'm like, how the heck is humidity different down here? It's humidity. How is mm-hmm. it different? But there are different it types is. of humidity I have learned. And, yeah, yeah. And it's not like even even the even the humidity here where I live versus like southern Louisiana, because I go down there a good bit. Oh, down there it's it's scalding. I mean, that's the only word I can pick for that it's scalding hot humidity down there yeah we we will have days where it is 103 degrees with 100 percent humidity but it is not the same as when you go down to louisiana and have 100 percent humidity at 103 degrees and i cannot tell you why it is not the same (laughs) it's it's not what part of louisiana were you we went to uh we were by the Baton Rouge area, and then we did day trips to New Orleans, and we did a day trip to Lafayette. Oh, cool. And yeah. geocached while we were there. <laughs> did, <laughs> a little uh, bit. Well, yeah, there's some good ones in New Orleans that I've done that I really liked. Um, Lafayette, that's actually the company I work for, that's home office. And when I went for training, there, there I didn't get to do as, as much caching as I wanted. I did more grabbing counties, you know than I did anything but there was a great adventure lab in Lafayette now I don't know if it's still there but man it was it was so good and it was just about local uh, you know local art stuff and it was fantastic I really liked it um and I actually met the gal that that put that one together but one of my favorite caches that I've ever done is in New Orleans um and it's a virtual and it has to do with it's a shot in one of the 007 movies. Oh. I can't remember which movie, but there's a funeral procession coming around a corner and a guy gets shot or whatever and they drop the casket and they pick him up. Oh. So you, 
you're actually at that spot and to claim credit for for that cash you have to take a picture at the exact well you know right there where the man was standing when he gets shot and because i love 007 i love action movies like that and we were down there me and my wife were down there one weekend i was like I was like, we have to at least go do this one. I mean, we were staying two blocks away, and uh, that's that's just one of the best caches to me because you're you're actually standing in the spot of one of these major motion pictures, and it's double. It's James Bond, so, <laughs> you know. That's that's, that's a great neat. cache. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. When we were in New Orleans, we went to the uh, the aquarium down there. And mm-hmm. there's there's a virtual within walking distance from the aquarium that's at a, a statue down there. So we went, we did that yep. one. Yep, I got a video on that one. Yeah, that is an awesome aquarium. We that was. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think we we may have had. Yeah, we had to have had Lucas by then. But yeah, we went down one weekend and, and did that one, and I, I did a video on it. And then, um, yeah, the the aquarium. And then the Audubon Zoo is really, really nice. We've never done the the Insectorium. They have a, a thing where it's insects, and they have a huge butterfly garden. And everybody says it's spectacular, but we don't go to New Orleans anymore. It's, it's gotten too dangerous. But um, maybe once they get it straightened out, we'll go back, because I'd really love to go check out the butterfly garden. I, I, I think that butterflies are one of the awesomest creatures. Yeah. I know, that we, we didn't weird. do that we didn't do that uh-huh. but we well we like i said we just did a day trip there yeah so we kind of limit you, you on on time were you able to go to cafe dumont and get beignets we went to some cafe but i don't remember what the name of it was but we went to some i don't remember what the name of it was and it was like some jazz brunch thing and i never paid so much for a buffet in my life and about had a heart uh, attack yeah no that's, that's not <laughs> demo. if you if you ever go back to new orleans um not not far from that statue i mean you could walk it'd take you i don't know 15 or 20 minutes maybe um but it's right there on the mississippi river and it's called cafe du monde and you the beignets there that's pretty much where beignets started okay we probably walked by it because we walked the riverfront quite a bit while we were down there yeah. but it's it's in the french quarter and the bent oh they're just so fantastic there's nothing like them um i see people eating beignets at this place this place and i try them I'm like yeah that's garbage that's not cafe Dumont. so i don't eat them that's the only place i'll eat them I gotta blame hubby. He picked where we ate that day, and then I about died when when it was almost fifty dollars a plate for a buffet, and it was just like, oh, I know, right? I know, wow. like, it was ridiculous. It was just like I was just just floored. Oh my god! Like, I don't care that's... if they got a jazz band. Like it's not. Uh, they better have had a lot of crawfish, shrimp, crab legs. There was a lot bang. of shrimp. I I don't remember any. There was no crab. Uh, there was no crawfish. It just happened mm-hmm. to be Sunday brunch time, and that oh. was what they had, and that was it. And yeah. I think it was after drinks and everything. It was close to fifty dollars a person. Wow. That's, yeah, that's a lot. It was that's it was ridiculous, lot. and I'm like, we did not eat enough food to qualify for that yeah. much price. Uh uh-uh. uh Well, come 
come to Hattiesburg, uh, you know, do the geo tour. Cause you, you could really do the geo tour in a day. It, it'd take you all day the way it spread out, but you could do it. And then you got a day or two, go down to the Mississippi Gulf coast. Cause it's great down there. Gulfport and below is awesome. Yeah. Um, a, they've got a new aquarium there. It's small. I haven't, we haven't been, um, but the the Gulf Coast is really nice. I love it down there. I go down there a lot for work, and I'm always picking up caches because there's a guy down there. It's like every time I turn around, he's putting out new caches. Really? Challenge cache. Yeah, tons and tons of challenge caches, uh, traditionals, multis. There's a few virtuals that are really, really cool. Um, he's got a lot of letter boxes. And they, they vary. You know, some of them are a lot of fun. Some of them are just, you know, it's a traditional with a stamp. But, um, yeah, it, the Gulf Coast is really, really nice all across it. It's it's taken a while to come back from some of those hurricanes like Katrina and Rita. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's really lovely down there. It's really nice. The beach, just don't get in the water. That's the thing. <laughs> it, it, but, but, no, I mean, I'm serious because – beaches are beautiful yeah the water the water if you're not used to the water there there's always some kind of bacteria because the mississippi river churns everything up Uh. the mississippi river and the pearl river they just churn it up and there's all kind of bacteria so if you're not used to it it can really make you sick okay that makes sense like seriously yeah like when we go we don't get in it but, uh, you know, maybe maybe put our feet in it if we don't have any sores on our, you know, right. cuts or anything on our feet. We might dip our feet. But, yeah, it's other than that, oh, it's a beautiful place. The houses are gorgeous. There's nice hotels. Of course, you got casinos if you're into that. I'm not. I'm not. Um, oh, excellent food. Some of, our fa- some of our favorite places to eat are down there. Just It's, it's just really nice. So you can come do the geo tour. And then drive down because it's only about an hour and 15 minutes to Gulfport. And then you've got tons of caches, tons of stuff to do with the kiddo. And, uh, you know, go-kart tracks, all kinds of stuff. Well, it sounds like an awesome place. It does. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. <laughs> There's another one of those tangents. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, I, I you're think, gonna, I've you're been thinking about... Head. I'm going to have so many tangents. I've been thinking about... What to even title this episode? Because it was going to be Letterboxes with Sir Dremelot. But now I think it's going to be something like Letterboxes and Tangents with Sir Dremelot or something. Well, I, t- I mean, I, hold on. I, I can give you some more Letterboxes. Hold on. Let's see. You, you're going to have a hard time editing this one. I don't edit a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, oh really? I don't? You don't? I mean, I do a little, but it takes a lot of work to edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. You really got to be committed to edit, and and I keep it basic. I, I, you know, I don't do a lot of the special effects, you know, with the little clickers and the animations. I don't do any of that because I don't know how. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> But I leave editing at its at its base, and you know it'll take me hours. Five minute video from, you know, thirty minutes of footage. Yeah. And, and it and it will it'll take me days to 
to get it done where it's just really been hours. But, uh, yeah, editing is tough. It really is. Early no, I on, gonna... I used to try to edit out all the little ums and, and things like that. And it takes so much time. And then it doesn't sound organic because people just naturally talk like that. So if there's, I had one episode where there was a delay between me and the guest. So I did some editing to take out the delay to make it more yeah. smooth. And I record on separate tracks. So let me rephrase that. If everything goes correctly, that it's recorded on separate tracks. And then like if there's the dogs barking in the background here at my house while yeah. somebody's talking, I can edit that kind of stuff out. But I, I don't edit a ton. <laughs> okay, here's a great letterbox. It, oh, it's in Gulfport. There's a there's a children's like museum activity center there, um, okay. and it's named and it's named after Lynn Meadows. And this one is in one of my videos. I don't remember which one. Uh, we were down there. It was one of those days that we we had gone to the coast and we were doing something one weekend, and they were like, "Hey, you want you know if there's a geocache you want to go grab?" I was like, "Okay, well, we'll go check this one out." Well, we had taken the kids had been to the activity center, so we weren't going to go in there. And I was like, "There's a letterbox there, so let's go check it out." So, um, me and the two little ones, the oldest one wasn't interested. The two little ones um, get out, and you go over in front of the place, and behind their sign is a post, and it has an old school iron mailbox on it. Okay, you know, like from the early 1900s probably and um he's got a padlock on it and he actually has the code in the description the combination well i couldn't get it open at all i was like oh no you know this is terrible we'll have to go find something else cool because i couldn't get it open so when i came back to it for the video i brought some wd-40 with me which i usually carry it anyway and i sprayed it and i couldn't get it open couldn't get it open and I knew I had the right combination. Well, I have one of those same padlocks. And the tongue, when you when you go to program in or whatever your own number, mm -hmm. if you're not if you're not really careful, it'll end up on the wrong number. So I turned one digit oh. and it opened. So I reach in and then a frog jumps out, <laughs> which, which I captured on video and it was great. Uh, but but that letterbox was, I, it was. You know, it was one, here's the coordinates, here's the letterbox. But having that that piece of history repurposed, you know, for our, for our game was really, really cool. I thought that was a really, really nice touch. Um, so it's, I think it's got a lot of favorite points. I was looking for it in, on, on my profile. Uh, yeah, the Lynn Meadows Memorial Letterbox. 218 logs, 48 favorites. So that's, that's not, not bad. bad. Uh -uh. It amazes me. It seems like a lot of people are stingy with favorite points or just don't think about giving favorite points. And I'm guilty of not, yeah. uh, of not thinking about giving a favorite point, you know, in the moment. Like sometimes I think about it later and oh, it's like, I'm oh, not. maybe I should go back and, and favorite it. And it's just like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, know why. I, I don't always think about it when I'm logging it. I am the exact opposite. 
I will know within the first few minutes if I want to give it a favorite point or not. Um, in fact, the first favorite point I ever gave out, it was – it's archived, so it would take me a while to find it. But it, I think it was a difficulty four terrain, one and a half, maybe a two. Oh, that's an I interesting combo. Searched, yeah, yeah. I searched for about 30 minutes in probably a one square foot area <laughs> and I would, I would kind of go back and forth checking other spots. The simplest cash. It was so hard to find. And I gave it a favorite point. And the reason I gave it a favorite point is I probably went through every single emotion in the bank. Finding <laughs> that cash. I would get so mad. I would, I would get sad about it because I don't, I can't believe I can't find it. I know it's here, you know, and then when I found it, I was so angry because I probably touched it 10 times, <laughs> you know, and all it was was a rock with a tube under it. And it was stuck oh. at the bottom of a post in the ground. That's all it was. I gave it a favorite point because I, awesome. the worst, best time finding a cash probably, um, I will, I will give a favorite point if I think it's just a neat location, like just any, if it's a neat location to me, oh, it's getting a favorite point. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's got a view or not, if it's interesting, I, yeah, I'm not stingy at all with them. At all. I was trying to find that Snoopy one. The Elvis Presley's birthplace. I remember doing that one, but apparently I did. You, there, you have a video that's called like the the mm -hmm. king or something i just don't remember this cash <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because i was i was working on my my mississippi i did that last year i did 15 counties in about 24 hours that's a lot yeah how do i find my log i, I never go on the website I don't know. I don't remember doing the letterbox. I, oh, yeah, I do. It was a little birdhouse with a cash in it. It was nothing special. Other than it was at, you know, Elvis's birthplace, I, which yeah. that's cool in itself. And I'm sure I probably gave it a favorite point. Yeah, yeah I think gave it a favorite <laughs> point. I, I lived many years ago. We lived within an hour of Elvis's birthplace, and we never went. Really? Just never went. Yeah, we had gone to Memphis and went to Graceland. But we never went to Tupelo, and we were in Tupelo all the time. I mean, I got my tongue pierced in Tupelo back when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had never gone, so it was really cool to, to go by Elvis's birthplace. That's a neat little spot. They've got a nice museum dedicated to him, um, if, you, if you like Elvis, which I, I, a lot of kids today have no idea who that is. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to see if I if there was any other interesting I've only found like 16 or 17 17 letterbox hybrids out of 2,000 something finds that's terrible <laughs> that's really terrible <laughs> <laughs> I need to do more letterbox 
I'm going to guess you're like most geocachers and your most commonly found type is a traditional. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're, it's my favorite cache type. Um, if I were to pick a favorite cache type, it would be just a traditional, you know, just here's some coordinates, have fun finding it. And, you know, I, I still proclaim that I'm the worst geocacher on the planet. Um, it, if you see, because I know you're on TikTok as well, because I follow you there and I know you follow me, but I, I put out a video today and there's just more proof. I searched for 10 minutes for a, for a geocache on a park bench. Turns out it was just a plate and it was right in front of my face almost the whole time. Oh, I've seen those before. Oh, I love those. They're, they're some of my favorite caches. I love those. But that just that goes to show I'm the wor- I got to be the wor- worst geocacher ever because there, I'm always I'm always overlooking the obvious. There is a song called "The Worst Cacher" by the Travel Bugs Band. I think I've listened to it. I think <laughs> I did. Sure I did. That's that, that's me probably because I'm telling you. Um, there. video of 2021 i think it was um i made that reference two or three times because literally i had bumped my head on one and didn't even realize it really i'm looking i'm looking at other stuff and i literally bumped my head on it and i was just about to give up and drive away and i had i turned my camera on to say, ah, I guess I'm going to have to DNF it. And I happened to see it. And I literally bumped my head on it, probably. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> when I finished my county run not too long ago, I'm facing the sign that the, that the geocache is um, uh, placed in honor of. It's a blues trail marker. Okay. So I show the blues trail marker and I start looking for the cache. I'm like, well, it's got me going the other way. It was literally right behind me, and it's a bright purple bison dude. Oh. I guarantee you, I looked at it when I walked up. That's great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm terrible. I really am. That's great. I love it. But then I, I found a, a, T, a, a D5. The first difficulty five that I found, I found in less than 20 seconds makes no sense it and it makes was no sense it was one of those little dna tubes i don't know what you, okay yeah what called. and it had a little piece of moss glued on the end and it was stuck in a hole on a huge oak tree and i, oh, I walked geez. right up to it yeah i walked right up to it and i was like that looks funny right out I, I i'm the worst i'm telling you <laughs> okay new tangent because i i gotta ask now because you <laughs> This may be my first two-part episode ever because we've been oh, talking gosh. for so long. What time is? Oh my god! <laughs> oh wow! I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm having so much fun with this. <laughs> okay, so on your TikTok, you had a video where you told people the blind duet or whatever they call it. I'm still fairly new with tiktok and you were doing like what do you call the different caches yeah 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 <laughs> i i didn't i i watched it before i knew what was going on and i laughed so hard at the end of that 
how many oh, people man- actually did that where where they they do edit it because i i saw at least one or two that did it was just two was it it okay. was um uh who was it uh i think dan dan andrews was, i don't know his caching name i've never met him and then um i can't remember that young fellow's name um oh gosh i feel terrible but I yeah, know exactly it, it, what you're talking I, about, and I'm feeling I'm not always good with names, and I feel horrible because I'm blanking Autumn yeah, to right now. It, it, and if you're listening, buddy, I, we we're all, we I'm apologize. Old. <laughs> I'm old, but yeah, it was two. Like I pull it, it up was now because it's driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was two, maybe three. Connor, it was Connor. Connor, Connor yes, yeah. Connor. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Oh and, my gosh, sorry, Connor, if you're listening. Yeah, sorry, bud. <laughs> But yeah, I think it was just those two. Somebody had said uh, a young, a, 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 you know, a female had said do it tonight, but they I, I don't guess they ever did. If they did, it didn't tag me. But yeah, I had a lot of fun making it was, that. I thought it was that was so fun. funny. And I wish I had just went ahead and blind, blind duetted it so that I could have had like a a real Go reaction ahead. at the end and i'm just like uh, it was i laughed so hard at the did, end of that did, okay so not long after i did that did you see did you see where i finished up the mississippi counties with the altoids <laughs> with, the, with an altoids mint yes and then i ended up laughing at that video of you in because I thought about the altoid tin and that one tiktok video and then it was also so funny because i i did you know, I saw that, and then I did a uh, an interview with Terry Ann, who's the host of Cashing Down Under, and that podcast is actually going to air in a couple weeks. Okay. And it was funny because we were talking about what it's like, how geocaching in Australia is different than geocaching in the U.S. And Altoitens got brought up because you know we talked about how like up here a lot you find the the prescription pill bottles and stuff and she's like yeah. the bane of our existence is the altoid tins and they just rust yep. and they turn horrible and i i started laughing because i had recently watched your video where you throw that <laughs> altoid tin and then shortly after i talked to her i saw your missus you finished that mississippi county chat with and, and your altoid tin and that one i'm like now it's a pant now it's an epidemic i'm seeing Altoid mm-hmm. tins everywhere. <laughs> the irony of it just it was just so oh god, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was not expecting that. It, when I put when I put my hand on it, and that was that was a lot of the times I will find a cache and then film. No, that one was completely organic. I, I searched <laughs> for it and I found it, which you can't really see because of the way the lighting was, the sunset and everything, but I like I kind of like the shadowy look, but that that whole little spot was completely organic. I was surprised. I was ha- so happy, and I was so mad <laughs> that out of all the caches I could have picked to finish that the state county challenge, it was a mint because I oh I loathe those things so badly. <laughs> I I have one. So, oh, it's in my bag in my car. I have one in my car that that's a prime example and I, I i've been meaning to do a tiktok on it is kind of a you know it's kind of a continuation but it was out 
I don't know, three months maybe. And it was just, it was almost crumbling. Yeah. Got that rusted because of the humidity, the rain and everything. And the magnets were falling off and it was, you, I couldn't hardly open it. And I happened to have some little, little bitty tiny lock and lock. So I, re, I replaced it with that. And I, I let him know, I was like, yeah, don't do this. <laughs> never, use, never use a mint tin, especially in Mississippi. But I, I've, I've got it somewhere. I need to find it and do that TikTok because I think that'd be funny. If you're in if the desert, else. it might be okay, but not in yes. a place where there's humidity. No. The most no. of the U.S. and most of the world, we're going to cross off the allowed to use mint tins. Yeah. And Australia doesn't have LPCs. And I think that's, that's such a shame. <laughs> you really love, love an LPC, L don't you? They, I've seen a few, I, they come look. up in your video. Your wife has even made comments about it's not geocaching with you if you don't get an LPC. Yeah. Um, I actually have a video dedicated to an LP, dedicated to LPCs. Is that the, um, is that the one, I think that's, I, I might have the wrong name, but that's the one where it's like the geocaches are okay, but the locations are amazing or is that a different one? No, it's a different one. Um, I did it a few years ago. I was on my way to, um, I was on my way to Memphis and I was just, I was kind of picking up new counties as I was going through and I just, a spot that I happened to stop because I knew where a store was that I wanted to go get a soft drink and everything. Cause I used to live up that way. Um, where's my YouTube channel at? Oh, here it is. Well, no, that's not it. Um, but it was, it was a Walmart parking lot and it had three or four LPCs in it. And I was like, read the description oh, this is going to be fun and so basically i just got footage of me finding these i think it was three lpcs nothing special about them nothing at all and i just do a voiceover reading the cash page cash page description oh. because it was the same it was the same for all three really mm -hmm. so you need to go watch that I have not seen that video. Okay. Yeah, I was looking for it because I don't remember what I named it. I, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, so because, like, I, I saw that one with the giant walk-in letterbox cache, like, mm -hmm. before we set yeah, this up. And then I was trying to find that video link again so I could put it in my notes, uh, in my note file. And then I'm, like, searching through your videos. I'm like, there's nothing here called letterbox cache. <laughs> like the names are so different like they're not necessarily intuitive when you're trying to find the video no not me not me at all <laughs> i'm the worst at this too i'm not good with computers hey there no that's the okay here's videos oh here we go okay so if you go back further back than i thought <laughs> okay so there okay light pole cash am i addicted okay got me doing this Give me my thumbs up. <laughs> i'll look yeah, that I one up it. you've got so and many videos i didn't realize i had this many you have a lot i mean uh, so many of you've got a lot Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, has a lot, and Hailmeister has oh, a lot, and then see my shell has a lot, and it's like there's so mm -hmm. many 
bloggers with so many videos. It was like I, as much as I love watching I all can't. your guys' videos, it's hard. To, I can't keep up. It's hard to keep. I can't, keep I can't up. either. And I want you know I want to support all of it because a lot of them I've met. A lot of them I've done. You know we've done some kind of collaborations together. And I want to support them so bad, but it's just, uh, you know, between work and the kids and science fair projects and all this stuff. <laughs> I it's just, hard. It It is. It oh, really is. So many, like Connor, who we mentioned, he's got, he does videos. Yeah. Scott does videos. Uh, mm-hmm. Land Monkey from Caching in the Northwest podcast does yep. videos. And actually for a while you did, a, was it Tuesday or Thursday? shout out thursday, thursday shout yeah out. i did so the way that came about after or right before the giga it was right after um because there were so many vloggers you know at that time because i think a couple of them have kind of fallen off and not doing it so much anymore but there were so many that showed up and we were like wow we're actually like our own little community um and it, it just got to be really cool we had you know, and I think there, there's a Facebook page, there's a, there's a group to where we try to organize things for events from time to time, whenever a bunch of us are going to be there. And um, it, it at the time, it was kind of limited to YouTube creators, but you've got some TikTok creators now that don't really do YouTube, and then you've got podcasts, and it's the GCNW, and, you know, all these people are a member i can't remember who threw out the idea i don't remember who it was but thursday you know everybody would give a shout out like on their person on their personal page about another w member i was like oh that's that's a good idea i'll do that because i you know i like to I like to show my appreciation to other folks for their creativity and what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And so I just had this crazy idea. Me and one or two of the boys, I don't know, we were out in a park and I was scouting out a spot to do a cash. I was like, well, I could do a little, little shout out to so-and-so for this. And I reached out and I was like, Hey, do you mind if I just copy a little bit of your footage from so-and-so video and throw it in this video? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And lot of positive feedback from that and i went like it was 21 or 23 weeks straight you had several videos videos. with that yeah and and i would be out doing something geocaching of course finding caches placing caches and i would just do a little quick shout out make sure i tagged their channel things like this and i'd always put a little video clip it of one of their more recent videos typically and um, I, I had a lot of fun doing that. I would be grateful if some of the other vloggers did that for me. I think that would be awesome. Um, you know, if that were to happen, I would be grateful for that. And it was just kind of my way to give back to the group. But after 21 weeks, I just I couldn't do it anymore. And then kind of members kept kind of falling off and you'd get so many new ones that would come yeah. in. I was like, I, I can't keep up with this. So I just kind of had to cut that off, but I had a lot of fun for those, those weeks that I did do it. It was, I had a lot of fun doing it, but man, that was tough. I don't, I don't know how some of these guys do weekly videos. I, I don't either. Like, I, I don't know how some people do weekly podcasts. Cause I'm like, I just, 
like okay like geocaching in the northwest not only do they do weekly they do a live weekly podcast and it just yeah i that's a whole nutter level that i am not ready for yeah that's it was interesting talking with them because they you know chris from that podcast he actually said it was actually easier than trying to record it because they could set a night and said okay we have to be here on this night and it has to be at this time and so they could just add it on the schedule and in some ways that makes sense and then yeah and other ways it's like my schedule is so crazy from week to you know it can be so varied from week to week some weeks there's nothing going on and some weeks we've got four out of five nights we've got something going on and i've only got one kid and it's not necessarily that he's into so many different things but we're also active in our church and stuff and meetings for that Mm -hmm. and then his stuff dentist appointments and everything else and i'm (laughs) like i maybe one day i'll get to get to that but i'm i'm not ready for trying to fit that in with everything here what but going back to the lpc thing though did you catch the um april fool's podcast from geocache talk network about the lpc did you catch? no that? i didn't catch that one okay so go back and listen to that but okay but I, I like i like lpcs i really do because can be a lot of fun if you find the right lpc um for example uh i've oh it's in my car too because i'm about i'm about to put it out pretty soon but I've got a little Lego apple tree and uh, you know, I've glued the pieces together so it doesn't come apart so easy. And I've kind of got a little story to go with it, but there's going to be an ammo can under that apple tree, under that Lego apple tree. One of these little guys. Oh, one of the, one of the mini ammos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go to this LPC looking for an ammo can and it's going to be that little guy under the skirt, under an oh, apple tree. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, see, L- I think LPCs can be really fun if, you know, people would just just step out of the box and add a little bit extra to it. Yeah. You know, sure. You know, sure, you could put a bison tube on a magnet 20 feet up. That makes for a fun cache, you know, but jazz them up a little bit. I think I, LPCs are great. I did an LPC once and i knew it was going to be something different because it was called devious cash there's a devious cash series i can't talk devious cash series in this area and i don't remember devious cash three or four or whatever but it was they're harder they're they're, the terrain is you know one and a half to something low but it's a harder difficulty because it's supposed to be very well camouflaged and it took me to this this lamppost in like the back of a CVS and I'm there and I'm probably there for 20 or more minutes. And like, I cannot figure it out. And there's like a retaining wall. So I'm like going all through the retaining wall and all around mm-hmm. the light post and the skirt and I'm checking everything. And I thought I'm going to have to DNF this. And I just happened to like, I was getting so frustrated because like, okay, I get this is supposed to be devious and well-hidden and harder, but it's like, it's a freaking light post. Like, there's only so many <laughs> hiding places, okay? Yeah. There's only so much space around the light post and it didn't require any special tools or anything. So I'm like, it's not going to be high up. I was like, what in the world? And I just happened to lean against the pole and knocked off a box. And it was, it looked like an electrical box Uh, and it was painted 
to match the light post and i'm not gonna poke around an electrical box because i don't yeah you know i'm like and i was I'm like way. so impressed and so mad at the same time because yeah. why didn't i check that stupid box sooner because it was right there but it looked like it belonged yeah see i which i i you know i've found a couple like that but the ones that I found, there was always some kind of identifying mark, which I think is a good idea, whether it's just you scratch a little G maybe or because I don't want to poke and prod around no electrical box. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah, those I'm telling you, light post caches, that's the way to go. They they have so much potential, like you said, it's so often it's just like a little pill bottle or or something tossed up under there but i've seen uh-huh. some videos of some really awesome ones and you know some yeah. one with legos like you're talking about yeah i have to i have to and i'm I'm looking forward to getting this out getting this one out so um one day okay <laughs> i i gotta ask with all of the vloggers that you have met because you've met several uh-huh. in the community yeah who was the most like nerve wracking? Who gave you the like the greatest jitters and made you like what was like the most nervousness to to meet this person and collaborate with? Hmm. Cause I, I gotta say, cause like when I started, I started podcasting pretty early on a geocaching. And the first time I went to Mega and I saw Joshua, the geocaching blogger, there yeah. was like, I was like hit my husband in the arm i'm like it's the geocaching blogger and he's like who is that i'm like you are not helping right now and i was like <laughs> had such jitters to go up and talk to him because he's so big in the community and then yeah. last year at last moga i uh i got to meet a couple people that i talked to on the podcast and they come up and they said hellmeister wants to talk to you I was like, oh, what did I do? Like, my first instant is, what did I do wrong? Like, did I say (laughs) something? Did I post something? Like, what did, like, you know, I've I've linked to different people's videos for different things. I was like, oh, it's like, okay, why does, why does Hellmeister, this, this person who's, who's got relative fame in the geocaching community you want to talk to me for some reason i was like oh my gosh so i went over there was like hey heard you want to talk to me he's like hey i listened to your podcast you're doing a great job i was like oh thank god (laughs) like this is a good thing (laughs) um i think for me i mean you know i would say joshua but because he is you know, he is so, I mean, he's so big. And even the first time I met him years ago, he was huge. But I really wasn't that nervous meeting him. I think I was probably more nervous meeting, um, it would have to be either Meg, the Aussie geocacher, or Katie pretty nervous meeting meeting katie for the first time yeah um her well her and jamie pullman both um start a zzz i think i was more nervous meeting them the first time because while i had been watching joshua longer i had been watching them for a few years too 
and they both had pretty big channels, you know, they uh, well over a thousand subscribers. And, um, I, yeah, I think I was pretty nervous meeting them, uh, with Craig. I think I was nervous because I mean, he's a big guy, (laughs) which most people are bigger than me. I'm not a very big person. Um, you know, he, he's very, I'm, I, man, Craig, if you're listening, I'm sorry. He's very <laughs> rambunctious. He loves that word, rambunctious. But, you know, he, he's just very extroverted, you know, I think. And and he's just all over the place. He's so great. I loved hanging around him. But I had been watching his videos, too. He was from Australia, and everything that he did geocaching-wise – because he he's like a solid, you know, he was a solid geocacher, you know. Yeah. And I was I was kind of nervous being around him because I was scared, you know, because I'm just I just do it for the heck of it. And it seemed like he was super serious, you know, and excited all the time. And then with with Jamie and 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 Katie, I I, I guess it was just because you know I had been watching them for a while too. I don't know. But the first time I met Joshua was actually down in Homa, Louisiana. And it was a year or two before Giga. I think that was, it was 2016 or 17. And so we're at this event. There's a big geo tour down there. And uh, they were doing a third phase of it. And so we're at this event and I'm hanging around with the Mississippi folks. And, you know, we're eating gator tail and uh, hoghead cheese and all this crazy food and stuff. And, uh, and I saw him and of course, you know, people are flocking to him and we had never met except through, through video or whatever. And, um, so I let, you know, I was walking around checking out some alligators and things like that. And he came walking up and introduced, you know, we introduced ourselves to each other. And then I was a patron of his at, at that point. And so I'm, I was in a little patron video that he did. And but I really wasn't nervous meeting him at all. It was just it was just Joshua, I, and he's great. I love Josh. He's awesome. It's it's funny the world we live in now. You have I've heard it referred to as fractured frame because there's so many different media outlets with Instagram yeah. and TikTok and YouTube and everything. So like somebody that's like really big in the geocaching community, like Joshua or Hailmeister or, mm-hmm. or Craig or any you know. Other people have absolutely no idea who you're talking about. It's not like back in the days where you had to be a TV star or movie star to be right. known or like, a you know, a, a, a singing artist to be well known. There's there's so many different fractures. Like my son has his YouTubers that he loves that mm-hmm. if he met one of them, oh, my gosh, he would just like freak out. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just too. like, wait a minute. What, what what's his name again? What do you, what's that one? What's mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> whenever for Cash Fest last year, I, I, I stayed with um, uh, uh, Neil and Hellmeister and Merlin, which I'd never met Merlin before. And, you know, he's, you know, he's a cashaholic, I guess. I love him. He's so, <laughs> he was so nice. But they, but they invited me to just stay with them because I was only going to be there like one or two nights. And, you know, my wife is like, well, where are you staying? You know, do I need to get you a hotel or, or this and that? And I'm like, no, I'm staying with Neil and, you know, Jason. It's cool. And she's like, well, who are they? I was like, 
have you ever met them? I was like, yeah, I met them at the, at the event a few years ago. They were, you know, and she's like, well, you don't know them, know them. And I was like, Jason. <laughs> she doesn't get it. And I'm just like, no, it's these guys are on YouTube. <laughs> and she's like, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard. To, but I know, yeah, I know what you mean because she, she doesn't know the people that I know that I see all the time and that I've yeah. met and been around. It's like if I were to go to England, probably a couple cats in England that would let me stay with them and I would be just <laughs> fine doing that because I've communicated with them before they might have kids or whatever I, I don't care you know I, I'd be fine I, I think it was I think it was Bruce O from Cash the Line that I had on my podcast that said it was like he one time just randomly met some people in the desert to go find a geo cash it's like it's the only only hobby where you can just randomly meet people and go off into the that you've just met and go off into the desert in the middle of nowhere yeah. and and do something and not worried about getting murdered like <laughs> yeah you, you know that's i think that's pretty accurate i would not feel bad about doing that at all and it's crazy because it's it's like you know with the you know it's, all the media that you hear these, I don't know if society has really changed that much, but you definitely hear about all the things that happen yeah. these days so much more than you used to. And there's so much stranger danger and trying to teach our kids safety on the internet and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, I yeah. get a, a message from Varv Harkin up in Illinois, who I've met, you know, <laughs> on the podcast once and we've messaged back and forth. Hey, we're going to be in Hannibal. You want to meet and go geocaching? Okay. Didn't give it a yeah. second thought. And my mom's uh -uh, like, do uh -uh. you know who these people are? And I'm like, mom, I love you. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but I went, gee, yes, I did go. And, oh, my yeah. husband, and she, you know, my husband was like, well, I go meet random people all the time to buy lawnmowers. So I guess it's really no different. I was like, yeah, I've had like long format. Because he, he's a member of, of the local Lions Club. And, and yeah. they a, a park there as part of their property and building. And to help earn money for the grounds upkeep, he has gotten them start. He loves to work on small engines, like oh, loves cool. small engines. Like we love geocaching and drives me nuts. Like you drive your nut wife nuts with geocaching with these small engines. And yeah. so he will get on Facebook and find mowers in need of repair cheap. And then they fix it and they flip them and yeah. earn money for the park that way. He's like, well, I meet random. And I can't tell you how many times we've been like, on the way to his parents or someplace and oh we got to make a detour here why i'm picking up a lawnmower <laughs> okay he's like yeah it's well, no different than me picking up a lawnmower i'm like well it is a little bit i've had like an actual long format conversation with this person <laughs> yeah but I, yeah my wife she'll kind of do that with you know with like baked goods and things like that because she's she's always organizing um she was president of one of the schools pto pta whatever okay. for several years so she's always organizing this stuff and she's like hey i gotta go pick up this cake i'm like well where and she'd tell me where i'm like well that's not do you know who you're going to get you know it'd be the, the opposite yeah. conversation do you know who you're getting it from do you, you know do you want me to go instead of you <laughs> no but no it, it, you know she's she's like that about baking and you know, that kind of stuff. She bakes for people and, and then, 
you know, she'll just go pick up random stuff at random people's houses because she found them on Facebook and they, their stuff is pretty. Yeah, it's funny. There's there's certain situations. I guess it, it's for everybody. There's certain situations for each person where it's like, oh, because it's X, I have no problem going to meet this random person out in the middle of nowhere in their house and going into their basement and getting whatever. And it's like, that is probably the worst possible thing anybody could do. And mm-hmm. like textbook, I- don't do that. Yeah. But if I were to come across somebody, you know, in the middle of the woods, hey, what are you looking for over there? A geocache? Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Which I have done. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like because you have this this one thing that's in common and it's just this instant connection. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're best friends now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've known you a whole five minutes, but let's share our life stories and have coffee while we find a geocache. Like it's, it's just, it's funny how, because I mean, even if you don't get to go that often, people are so passionate about the game or hobby, or I still cannot decide what you're supposed to classify that as, but you know, people are so passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, people are so passionate about it that that passion just clicks with each other, even mm-hmm. if they're passionate in different ways. Yeah, and <laughs> going back, going back to when I when I first met um, uh, uh, Jamie and and Katie, it, it, this is kind of a tie-in. You know, we were done cashing, and then the whole group. You know, there was God, there was like 30, 25 or thirty of us there. Um, we were going to meet at someplace to eat well where we met up we had to drive up a ways and i don't even know how she got there to begin with but she didn't have anybody to ride with i was like well here just ride with me i got this big minivan you know and jamie was like well can i ride along too and i'm like okay so they just hop in this minivan with me and you know we had literally been around each other for like maybe 45 minutes and so we, you know, drive up this up this road to to park to get some caches, and, and Jamie actually put that in one of her videos. Jamie Stardust ZZZ, um, going leaving there, going to we were meeting at some restaurant, Skyline Chili or something like that. Okay, Sky, Skyline Restaurant. I don't remember. Katie didn't have a ride, and she's she's a good bit younger than me, and um. I'm I'm a soft heart, you know. I like to make sure people are, and I was like, Katie, do you need a ride? And she's like, Yeah, I guess so. I was like, Well, here, come on, I'll take you. And you know, it was just nothing. We just we just talked about different things along the way. And her mom and dad were waiting, and they thanked me for for bringing her, you know, for driving. <laughs> I was like, Oh, well, you're welcome. I mean, I'm not just gonna leave somebody behind. But but yeah, Jim can. It's it's crazy how that works out. It's it's weird. I I know you said said minivan, but all my brain can picture is like the white panel murder van from like every bad uh, movie ever, <laughs> which I know no, is not this, the same as a minivan. But that's where my brain no, jumps to. This, this is a this is a, this is a straight <laughs> soccer mom <laughs> modern soccer because my v. My vehicle wasn't reliable enough to make that 12-hour drive to Cincinnati, so I took my wife's vehicle. And, I mean, it's straight soccer mom vehicle, so nothing <laughs> dangerous in there. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. That's great. <laughs> well, Joseph, I know we could go on for for hours. More. I think I know I we, think could. we could too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. People don't realize it's been two hours. Oh my <laughs> it's gosh! It's p.m. right now. <laughs> And and I'm sure you have to get up and work tomorrow too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got lots of driving to do tomorrow, and no caches along my route either. Oh, so sad, so sad. Well, I think yeah, this is this is going to be my first two part episode because it's been two hours, and I'm going to leave all of it in. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to leave all of it in. Oh. <laughs> Well, congratulations on the first two-parter. Thank you. <laughs> oh, gosh. I cannot believe it's been two hours. If I ever come to Missouri, I'm looking you up. Oh, We're you know have what? Fun. Oh, do. Definitely do. Uh, you know what's funny, though, is I have, especially with, with Lee Katz, Barb Harkin, like, uh, a lot of times I we do the podcast, and it's like, okay, topic's over, in, and then talk, like, another hour or more. And yeah. it's all just random life stuff. And it's like nothing that ever makes the podcast because it's not anything. You know, sometimes it might be geocaching related. Sometimes it may just be, oh, yeah, well, the kid did, you know, kids up to doing this. <laughs> and and she had her honor society meeting or, yeah, my kiddos, you know, he's done this. And, for you know, we're just we'll just talk for like another hour and a half and it's like we've, we've been on zoom for three hours but like 40 minutes makes the podcast so oh gosh <laughs> like it's not the first time this has happened to me it's just going to be the first time that it's a uh, i'm sticking it on the podcast oh golly <laughs> it's all pretty much been geocaching tangents <laughs> yeah yeah for the yeah it really has i you know i'm gonna listen to it <laughs> um and uh yeah i'm on uh i'm, I'm gonna go there there's actually uh, there's a, a a letterbox not a hybrid not the geocaching but a letterbox not far from here that i found on that website okay and it was just placed it was just placed two years ago i was hoping to get out there before this so i could maybe give you a little video footage to go along but um I haven't been able to get up there, but it's in a really, really nice place. And I'm going to go try and find it. And I will do, I'll, I'll try and make a video out of that. I think that'd be fun. It might be a shorter video, but I don't like short form, but it'll probably be a little shorter one. Well, to, just to let you know, I'm looking at the first part of March for these. So if you get the video before then done, let me know. And I'll definitely add it to the, to the show notes. Okay. Would you would you rather uh, uh, like the landscape, or do you like the TikTok portrait? Would you rather? I personally don't have a preference because I just put a link to wherever in the okay on the website. Well, I, okay, well I will. Uh, I might can go do it this weekend if it's not raining. I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll put together a little video and I'll just link it. Just be exclusive. An yeah, exclusive awesome. video for you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I, I'll try and get up there soon. That way, I can get it done. It's not very far. It's like it's like a twenty-minute drive, and it's at a really beautiful location. Um, it, it's called Red Bluff. There's a traditional earth cache there, and then um, they call it the um, 
what's the they call it the Grand Canyon of Mississippi. Okay. So, yeah, it's a neat spot. So I'll try and get that done for you. <laughs> yeah, letter letterbox it is now added on my my things to to try at some point as well. <laughs> yeah, my wife's gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> so all righty. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been so no, much fun. I, I have had a great time. Thank <laughs> you for inviting me. And I, I'm an introvert, but I, you know, you wouldn't tell from talk, this. Uh, uh, if we get talking about geocaching, there's no telling where I'm going to go with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's none around me. I'm the only geocacher within about an hour drive. Oh wow! Yeah. So. So, but anyway, thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun doing this. Thank you so much. It's been great. <laughs> All right. Take care. You too. Have a good night. Right. You too. Bye-bye. Welcome to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One, where I explore the world of geocaching. If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcast or the Geocache Adventures Facebook page, or share it with somebody that you think would enjoy it. Word of mouth is a great way to spread the podcast. You can also join Geocache Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee. Just follow Geo Adventures. That's one word: G E O Adventures on Buy Me a Coffee and get behind the scenes on every episode or become a member to unlock other exclusive content.